eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. Uh, the Valero Alamo Bowl is San Antonio's holiday tradition. And we have two outstanding programs and coaches like we do every year, but this year, our 30th anniversary is truly special, so we're very, very blessed to have you guys here. Thank you very much. On behalf of the Valero Alamo Bowl, I'd like to welcome Coach Sarkeesian and Coach DeBoer to San Antonio. Congratulations to both of you on your successful seasons, and we appreciate you bringing your teams and excited fan bases to San Antonio, and oh, by the way, for scheduling to be here today, because we know it's a very crazy, crazy time, so thank you for making time for us. So first, let me introduce to you the Texas head coach, Steve Sarkeesian. In Coach Sarkeesian's second year leading the Longhorns, they finished with an 8-4 record, number 20 ranking, and a balanced attack ranking in the top 20 in points per game and top 30 in points allowed per game. This is his first bowl game with Texas, but his second time playing in the Valero Alamo Bowl. His 2011 Washington Husky team scored 56 points, the second highest total in points history. Coach Sarkeesian, on behalf of the Valero Alamo Bowl, we're thrilled to welcome you and the Longhorns to San Antonio for the first time and turn it over to you for an opening statement. Thanks, Derek. You had to remind me of that 2011 <laughs> game. But, uh, hey, that, uh, hey that. that was a heck of a game, and I'm sure everybody here loved watching that one. So, anyway, th thank you for having us. This is a phenomenal experience. Uh, we're, we're super pumped to be here. Um, you know, our – at the end of the day, you know, there's high expectations with what we do, uh, and our players are appreciative of the opportunity that we have. And so uh, to play the University of Washington and all that they've accomplished this season and a team that, you know, I'm, I'm watching the tape, man, a couple of plays here or there, they're, they're in the college football playoff. So the reality of it is, you know, this is a great challenge for us and uh, great bowl game, great opportunity, and um, – Appreciate the opportunity. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Coach Sarkeesian. Now let's talk to the University of Washington head coach, Kalen DeBoer. All right, thank you. Um, just uh, first of all, it's great to be here, and uh, I know our team is excited. Uh, can't wait to take part in, uh, in the Alamo Bowl. And, um, you know, just uh, again, um, you know, 
you know, Coach Sark, uh, and he, he's got some history with uh, UW, as he, as he heard. Um, you know, just uh, appreciative of, uh, you know, what uh, he, his, his part is in our history. And uh, um, looking forward to the great challenge to, to play UT. Um, we know uh, that uh, they've had, kind of as you look at their schedule and their season, um, they've had some great wins and, and uh, continue to seem uh, to be projecting on, onward and upward. And so uh, looking forward to the great challenge. Thank you, coaches. If you're in the room, you'd raise your hand and one of the mic holders will come to you. Um, we'll also do off the chat as well as uh, social media using hashtag ValerAlmable. First question in the front. Uh, you know Michael Penix fairly well. Uh, how would you say he compares with the four quarterback finalists for the Heisman Trophy? I haven't, I haven't had a chance to see all of them uh, a lot, um, but I do know what Michael does, and uh, he does at a high level. And being around college football for for many years, um, um, he does it as good as anyone I've ever seen. You know, uh, his his uh, ability to uh, to be accurate. Um, he's got a a cannon for an arm. Um, he's a great leader, great person, high character guy. Um, who came in and uh, instantly brought life uh, to our team. And, uh, you know, our stadium became electric because of the big plays he's made. And so, um, you know, taking an offense that was uh, near the bottom of FBS a year ago and pretty much with everyone else around him, for the most part, being the same people, uh, to be one of the top two offenses in the country in most categories, um, you know, a lot of that credit is, uh, you know, due to what Michael's done for us. Yeah, we're pretty fired up about that. So uh, he uh, he had threw us uh, for a little surprise on Sunday after our team banquet um, had a had a video uh, prepared and um, made the announcement uh, to our team and and many uh, you know parents that were there as well. And so uh, we're excited about the future. Um, it certainly got our momentum uh, going for next year. But uh, you know we still got work to do this year, and uh, we want to close out this uh, this season um, and try to get that 11th win. Albert front right. Sark, just uh, how how is it prioritizing everything right now between looking ahead to a bowl game, the transfer portal, in-home visits, just everything that's on your plate right now? How do you prioritize? Well, I think at the end of the day, it's about like you said, prioritizing. It's what are you doing today? Uh, today we happen to be here for this, you know, for this press conference, and then you go on to doing your home visits, and then you get ready for practice tomorrow. So you just go through it. And I, I think, you know, at the end of the day, like our players understand that, um, you know, that we, we dive into what we need to dive into, and we, we, we go according to the process of, of what's expected of us. So that's, that's what we do. You know, I, I wish I could say it more eloquently, but that's exactly what happens. You just handle what's in front of you, and then you, and then you go tackle it. Let's go front row and then chat. Coach Sarkeesian, um, I do have to ask is, uh, you know, you know, Bijan is a guy who has a lot of options. Is he going to be participating in bowl practices and do you anticipate him playing in the game? And the same goes for Roshan. Will he be healthy enough to go in the game? Well, I, th I think all those things, when you talk about the players and who's playing, who's not, I think those are all things that we have to work ourselves through. Um, you know, hey, Bijan's got a lot of things to work himself through, like, do I lead to go to the NFL? Do I not? Do I do I practice? Do I not? Roshan, same thing. So, um, you know, we work with our players 
kind of day to day. Well, what do they need? What do they need from us to to be the most productive players that they can be? Awesome human beings. Like these guys are unbelievable human beings. So um, we just try to support them the best we can. And, and Bijan, he loves the University of Texas. It's not like something like he, you know, he, oh, well, it's kind of no. He loves it. He loves this place. And so for him to decide of do I leave early to go to the NFL or not? Man, that is a tough decision. That's a, that's heavy on anybody. So we, we try to help them, support them the best we can. Question in the back. Dave Mahler from KJR Radio Seattle would like to ask Coach Sark, um, how do you think you've evolved as a coach since you've left UW and also to reflect on your time at Washington? So my time at Washington was one that I'll never forget. Um, Special time, special place. That, that, that place was incredible. Uh, the fan base was incredible. I, I don't take it lightly. Um, you know, you evolve as a coach, obviously, as you go through all of it. And in the end, man, I, you hope you leave a place better than what you found it. And I think with that, that we did that. Um, coach DeBoer has done a fantastic job with that program. But in the end, it's like – Man, do I do I think it was better than 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 when it was? But when I got there, yeah, I think so. Um, and I'm appreciative of all the people there. You know, they're great people at the University of Washington, and much respect for everybody there. Thank you. Other questions? We had a social media question for Coach DeBoer. Talk about the the ups and downs as he get a four and zero start, then an zero and two, and now with six wins in a row. Anything after that second loss that you know that was the locker room worried? Tell me how you. Got that to get on the streak. Yeah, I think uh, after the second loss, um, fortunately, um, and I guess unfortunately, we were in a, in a time where uh, our health was certainly a, a big issue, and um, a couple positions in particular, and and we uh, we've gotten through it. Um, we've lost some guys for the year that were were playing then, but um, you know we've been able to at least uh, sustain um, you know sustain uh, you know. A positive vibe through all of it, and uh, our resiliency of our guys, I think, really showed up, you know, in the last half of the season. And uh, one game at a time, I think we really understood how to uh, play team football, um, how to trust and believe in each other. And uh, as the years gone on, we've uh, really gained a lot of confidence that uh, when when you know times are tough, um, you know, we'll pull through. And uh, you know, those critical moments that we've had, uh, especially in the month of November. Um, you know, that's exactly what we did. So, um, you know, just I think a lot of it had to do with some injuries we were going through in the first half of the season, and uh, it kind of came to a head. But uh, I credit our guys. They stuck together. Front row. Coach, how much will you get at Sarkeesian? Uh, how much uh, will you get the young guys get an opportunity to participate in bowl practices before you start kind of zeroing in? And also, can you maybe speak to Malik Murphy with no Hudson card there? Does he kind of move into that number two spot? And what do you kind of looking for him as well? Yeah, I think this is a great point. Um, you know, early on in bowl prep, yeah, a lot of young guys getting a lot of reps. You know, as many, as many opportunities we can give them to prepare um, – and to show what how the growth that they have, and Malik is a great example of that. To the idea that you know now you're the number two, and and what do you need to do, and how do you need to do it, and how do you go about your business? Um, it's a great opportunity for him. So at the end of the day, yeah, a lot of work goes into it, um, and we'll see how far they get. You know, and you never know until their number gets called. But we we try to do all we can to get them prepared.
front. Sark, I know you mentioned watching the tape on Washington, just some of your initial impressions from, from the early study you've done. <laughs> I score a lot of points. <laughs> <laughs> These guys, uh, they score a lot of points. They throw it around, man. Uh, this. Wish I could clinic with Coach DeBoard, but <laughs> they, they uh, Michael Penix, those receivers, they, they do a heck of a job. They, they, their ability to rush the passer defensively and create havoc uh, on the quarterback are issues. Um, but they, they can score. They score on everybody. It doesn't matter. The helmet doesn't matter who they're playing. They go score. And uh, you've got to be prepared to uh, – to uh, make sure you're playing four quarters and uh, score collectively against them um, because they, they can do it at a high, high level. Uh, for Caitlin and Steve, uh, this is a crazy time of year. It's gotten a little crazier, obviously. Uh, are either of you, uh, Caitlin and Steve, in favor of an August signing day? And anything you would do to tweak the whole transfer portal window or dates or whatever <laughs> I was gonna turn and look at him but uh, I guess I haven't really thought too much about the August signing day piece um, you know um, you know I think that uh, you just try to adjust with whatever comes your way and um, it is a crazy time right now there's no doubt uh, you know we're uh, we're flying around uh, you know mostly on the west coast but around the country and trying to, uh, you know, get back for bowl practices. Um, and, uh, you know, you mix in finals and a lot of other things that are happening. Um, there, there's a lot. But uh, I do think that the early signing date we have uh, has a lot of benefits that have, have helped us uh, understand, uh, you know, where our team roster is at. And, um, you know, this uh, transfer portal window we're in now, um, I think, you know, it, it can always be adjusted and tweaked. and. Um, there'll be lessons learned through it all. Uh, and then, you know, I think as uh, just a coach in the coaching profession, you know, we, uh, we need to continue to work together um, to help make it better, um, better for our uh, student athletes, uh, you know, just uh, to help them um, navigate through all of it. And um, I, I'm just, I think that's, you know, what, we're, what we'll continue to do is live and learn and, and uh, make it better. Do you want to answer? So anyhow, I, I think this, I think that we're in a unique time of college football and, uh, you know, <laughs> we, we as head coaches fight our tail off to put our teams in the best position to be successful. And then the reality of it is it's unique, it's different, it's new. And how do you, how do you, how do you navigate all this? And so you take it day by day, as coach has said, like literally day by day, how are we going to navigate today? And, um, you know, I think you, you try to surround yourself with good people that want to do it the right way. And then you try to recruit the best players that you can to fit your program. But it is unique, man. It, it is different for sure. Change either another August signing date or change the portal window? I don't know. I really, I have no idea. I, I don't know. I'm right. just trying to deal with what we got now. <laughs> are, are the conversations, Coach Sarkeesian, are the conversations that you said you'd have with players about their future, are those complete now that you're starting bowl practices about portal, NFL, that type of thing? No, I, I think those conversations are ongoing. Um, you know, we got players with real decisions to make and understandable. Um, you know, I was 
waiting for the highlight video of one of our players to say he was coming back, but we didn't we didn't get that <laughs> as fortunate as as Washington did. But the reality of it is, you know, you you just work with the players like it's ongoing, you know. I mean, I, I wish I could tell you guys like, man, everything is perfect and everything is good. It's not. Like we are in this process of working with our players every day to help them be the best that they can be going on to their future, getting their degree from the University of Texas. Like it just is what it is, you know, and, and it's tough. And I feel for our players because they love this place, but yet they have a future to think about too. So that's, that's, that's how we go about it. Question back first in the front. For Coach Sark, love the uh, Pimpton offer. By the way, um, in your in your installation of your offense with uh, Quinn, what are some signs of growth that you want to see from him from year one into into year two with these extra practices? Are you going to be able to help him expedite that? Well, I think at the end of the day, our ability to be um, functional passing the ball, right? Um, we have not been good enough growth-wise from a program perspective of our ability to throw the ball down the field. And so that takes time. That takes effort. That takes work. And so that's – whether it's Quinn, whether it's wideouts, whether it's tight ends, like we, we, we've got to put in the work to make sure that we're growing in a positive direction to be the best program that we can be. And, and throwing the ball nowadays is like <laughs> – I feel like that's the norm. It used to be running the ball back in the day. Now it's throwing the ball. And so how do we get, how do we get better at it? How do we continue and improve? And so you know, that, that's what we're doing. Okay, we'll go question front, then a chat. Coach Zark, um, about a year ago, you guys signed a lot of talented uh, offensive linemen. I'm kind of about a year later. I'm just w talk about the growth of some of those young guys. Talk about the job maybe that Kyle Flood has done. I'm kind of curious about the growth. Kelvin Banks, obviously Hudson, Cam Williams has played a lot, and maybe some of the guys that we haven't seen their growth behind the scenes. Yeah, I love the development of our young offensive linemen. Um, you know, anytime you start two true freshman O linemen, uh, I think that that. You know, not many people do that. So Kelvin and, and Cole, what they were able to do. Uh, but the development of DJ Campbell, um, incredible. Uh, you know, Cam Williams, incredible. Like, w w Coach Flood has done an awesome job. And, uh, you know, he identified these guys and he's worked with them and, and we're reaping the benefits of it. In the back. Uh, Coach Sarkeesian, Terry Middleton from Horns Illustrated, asking, can you talk about the impact of being in a bowl game has on younger players as they look forward to their next season? Well, I think in the end, being in a bowl game is a great opportunity. We're, we're playing a heck of a team, man. I, the, <laughs> University of Washington is a top ten opponent, and uh, we've got a great opportunity ahead of us. Um, it's going to take everybody dialing in to what we need to do, uh, but it's a great challenge for sure. So uh, we got to get it, make sure we're we're prepared, we're focused, and we're doing the things necessary uh, to perform. Front. Coach DeBoer, have you uh, talked with? I know Jalen Polks from from Texas, and he may get matched up on a high school teammate. Have you been able to talk to him about that matchup, playing at home and maybe playing against Jaron Thompson, like at Lufkin High? We we haven't had a chance to to talk. Uh, specifically about that, but I do know when uh, I came into the facility, um, the team was stretching and I made the announcement of 
where we were playing and, and who we were playing. And uh, Jalen Polk's uh, eyes perked up and uh, the grin was from ear to ear. And uh, he's excited, just as uh, a few of our other guys are as well, um, of coming you know, back to their home here in Texas and uh, getting a chance to play a game. So, um, you know, my eyes went immediately to Jalen Polk in particular because uh, I knew he'd be f pretty fired up. In the middle. Yeah, uh, Caitlin, how will um, USC and UCLA's departure affect the Pac-12 strength going forward? And how is Dion going to shake up your league? <laughs> uh, that's loaded right there. Um, <laughs> hey, you know, I think, um, you know, in, in, a, in a time where um, everything's just so fluid, um, you know, from, uh, from you're talking about teams leaving and coaches coming in, um, I think, you know, we're just always trying to make our league stronger. And, um, you know, that's two great programs that have a lot of history uh, in the Pac-12. And so um, certainly doesn't go, uh, you know, unnoticed and, and, and something that, uh, you know, we'll have to, to, to navigate and work through as a, as a conference. But, um, you know, I feel like the strength of, of who we are and not just a conference, but University of Washington um, will continue to thrive and continue to, um, you know, uh, head, head, keep it heading the right direction. Um, and then, uh, you know, certainly uh, um, Coach uh, Prime, I guess I haven't met him in person, but Coach Prime uh, is coming into the league and, uh, you know, going to continue to make uh, that program there at Colorado stronger and uh, add value to our league and continue to, you know, um, you know be a challenge, uh, you know, each and every week. Now, you know, every team, you know, you know you got to bring your best and uh, that will be the case with Colorado. Question front, and then the last question will be on chat. Uh, Kalen, I'm not sure how much you and your staff have had a chance to watch Texas yet, but just early video, you've watched early impressions you and your staff have of Texas. Yeah, I know, I know the staff has uh, started to pour into the film, been on the road recruiting a lot and, and glanced a little bit. But I think probably the biggest thing is just a, a balanced team, um, offensively, defensively, finding ways to win. Um, looking at uh, you know just the teams they've played and and the wins the you know and and even a couple of close losses um, you know that um, that strength of the of the team um, you know that it it's in there and uh, you know we know we're gonna have to bring uh, our best um, to to find a way to to meet the challenge that's uh, presented by UT here you know in the Alamo Bowl. All right, final question via chat. Back left. Yep. Kim Grinolds says. 123 points scored in Sark's last Alamo Bowl appearance. Any chance we see the same offensive input, output? This is for me. <laughs> I'll never forget watching RG3 and that, that whole crew. Um, that's a great game. You know, and I think that's what the beauty of the Alamo Bowl is. It's like, you know, I know we're not a New Year's Six game, but, man, to get two top 20 teams battling uh, at a high level on a national stage, I mean, this is what it's about. So, uh, great opportunity for us, uh, University of Texas, great opportunity, I'm sure, for Coach DeBoer and his program at the University of Washington. And <laughs> what a deal for, for the Alamo Bowl, like, to get these two teams. Are you kidding me? So, um, fire it up. It's going to be great. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. 
because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones so we'll never lose touch with civilization and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Jeremy Renner returns to Paramount Plus for a brand new season of the original hit series, Mayor of Kingstown. My job is to create a balance. Avoid a war. From executive producer Taylor Sheridan, co-creator of Yellowstone. There's some new players in town, and they brought the flag. And Antoine Fuqua, director of Training Day. I know it's always been a war zone, Mike, but this is next level. The mayor is back in business. Are you warning me? You're going to find out. Mayor of Kingstown. New season streaming June 2nd, exclusively on Paramount Plus.